After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. A universal podcast for grown-ups from the After Dark and Connect world. There may be a few naughty words, so it may not be suitable for kids. Enjoy the show! Hello, uh, the rumours are true. This show's back because Universal pulled their finger out their arse and actually said something about Halloween Horror Nights. So here we are. Um, and it's not just me. I'm joined for his, uh, I think, two of his four contracted appearances per year. <laughs> Certainly what it feels like. <laughs> that laugh belongs to Ryan. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. It, well, that's it. It's uh, it's a show that can be listened to at any time of the day. So it literally could be, uh, could be any of those things. Um I would say how you're doing, but we've been talking for like 15 minutes before, so... But let's pretend for the, for the listeners that I don't know. How you doing, Ryan? I'm good. I'm currently... If, if I sound a bit patchy, it, it's because I'm uh, I'm live from... Well, live to you, at least, from a hotel in Newcastle. <laughs> in an undisclosed location in Nukeland. <laughs> you've, you've had to hide me somewhere, just in case the uh, the reviewers catch where, I'm, where I am. <laughs> Every, so, every recording, I'm in a different location within the UK. Yeah, so I think Craig will soon surpass you for that again. I'm sure. I'm sure he said something <laughs> in recent weeks that we, um, we, uh, for listeners' benefit, if you don't listen to the other podcast, I met up with Craig last week. Uh, went up to Liverpool for the first time in over twenty years, and uh, had a lovely afternoon, evening, uh, morning, and afternoon in Liverpool before coming home again and uh of course there was there was recording of of podcast content while we were there I think I think it might go public at some point it's definitely going to go on Patreon first but I have to listen to it before I send it over to Craig I don't think anything too bad was said but for my own sanity I do need to just double check um so that was that was uh interesting I'm going to have to head over to Liverpool at some point. I mean, it's, I've never been, I've never been. So crazy. I listen to this and be shocked, upset, angry, all of the emotions, but I am, I am very keen to visit. It's, sorry, it's nice that I've not been there for a long time. The, the bonus this time uh, is that I, I just seen the Batman uh, a few weeks ago. You can hear my review on walking movies and quite a bit of that is filmed in Liverpool. 
Mm, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you can see a lot of the uh, the locations or buildings that they were filmed uh, for the film. Um, and then actually, while we were there, we went to see the Batman again. So I'd seen you know this stuff during the day, and then gone to the cinema of a night and seen the locations that I'd just seen in front of me a few hours before. So it was quite surreal. Um, we I still don't know how you had. At least a few beers, maybe several more than that, and then went to the cinema because I did that. I had two beers. I remember two beers before going to watch um, Rogue One, and I I was up twice before the previews had ended. <laughs> it was one thing that I I discovered in Liverpool is that Liverpool doesn't have toilet paper anywhere. The toilet paper <laughs> in every public toilet, okay. every restaurant I ever went into, there wasn't any. It was it was. Thank God I carried tissues with me. Um, but yeah, I had. So you're saying oh, don't don't man. have like a burrito or anything in in the middle of Liverpool? Just no, in case. no, absolutely not, absolutely not. Um, so I, we had a beer on the way up on the train. He bought those, you know, those those large bottles of beer that you get oh, in yeah, supermarkets. Yeah. So we had one of those each on the on the journey up. Then we went to the first pub by the station and had another drink in there another pint in there and some tapasy stuff um and then we walked around town and we ended up in a german bar of which surprisingly there's quite a lot in liverpool i found out and um i don't know if craig took a picture but we were drinking steins and nice. he had he had a, a pint of something and well two pints because that's what the stein was um, and I had a uh, Star Martini in mine. Classic. Yeah, <laughs> I'd never had a two pint Star Martini. To be fair, Wait, had... it was ice, but you know, you had a, it, it was served in a stein. Served in a stein. That is mad. <laughs> it that was mad. I thought you were like Craig had a uh, stein of beer, so I was like, okay, that's fair enough. And then I thought you were like, you just had a Star Martini. Oh inside. no, I couldn't. I couldn't not have. A drink in a, in in a, a stein. ridiculously sized glass. So, yeah, I mean, as I said, they they throw a lot of ice in. It's I used to work in a. This is look, listeners. There's not a lot of news, so we're padding out. All right, just we'll get onto the news in a second. Um, but I used to work in a cocktail bar, a Spanish cocktail bar, and their big gimmick was that they did load like a load of cocktails, but you could buy. I think they called it the globe or maybe the balloon i can't remember now it's it's like 15 years ago but it was basically a huge bowl like glass and it was like the equivalent of four cocktails so you would just yeah. make so instead of making like four different cocktails and pour them into the, the glass you just pour four of each ingredient and then mix it very poorly <laughs> in this massive glass um but it was quite quite the uh quite the visual uh to see that on your table um so this yeah, was like the spoons do that as well like i remember of course they do yeah they do they do like for my younger drinking days before i became a fan of um the um i, I call them the wanky beers um yeah you know the, the, the craft beers, beers that I, yeah. like, like now yeah. the hipster beers which yeah. i drink now like you go out for a cheap night in spoons and you get the massive cocktails, which, as you said earlier, it's mostly ice, but you, you feel like a king at the time. Uh, at the end of the day, as long as as long as they have the correct measurement of alcohol, I don't care how much ice they put in it. Yeah. Because it's it's what's in the drink that matters, not the size. Um so yeah, that was that was quite fun. And then 
And then I think we... Do we have another beer while we was in there? No, actually, I switched to sparkling water by the time we got in there. Um, but I still managed to fall asleep because we were in this cinema that had sofas as chairs. Yeah, that looked mad. That's Far too mad. comfy. And it was very hot in there as well. And the Batman's obviously three hours and I'd already watched it. So mm. I did doze off a few times. Um, Craig had to knock me up because I was uh, making too much noise apparently. But uh, yeah, so that that was Liverpool. And don't even get me started on, on Chippy. If anyone follows me on Twitter, then you'll uh, see the, <laughs> the fun and shenanigans I've had upsetting Scousers with uh, ch- telling them what a Chippy actually is, not what they believe I mean, it to be. I'm on your side, you know this. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, 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 the, the country is on my side outside <laughs> Liverpool. Like, this this yeah. is it. Every, every part of the country right, has regional variations. So if you go to... Uh, like Birmingham and the outskirts around there, they do orange chips, which is a sight mm-hmm. to see if you've never seen them, right? But they are what they say they are. They are literally orange chips. Um, you know, if you go to, to Yorkshire, gravy is almost guaranteed to be offered on your chips as mm-hmm. standard. Um, go further up towards Scotland, cheese gets more involved with that kind of thing. Um, but the thing they all have in common is they are still fish and chip shops. They yes. are not Chinese takeaways that sell a few items from a fish and chip shop. That's the difference. No. Um, my, but anyway. my, uh, the closest my Chinese takeaway has to that is they sell something called Funky Chunky Chips, which Ooh. are basically just chips with like um, hot peppers, garlic, and yeah. various other spices that, on them. They're brilliant. And cheese as well. Brilliant. But they don't serve pickled eggs, paddock. No. Cold, anything like that. Nothing like that, no. Um, yeah, so that that tradition without the cheese, that traditionally in most Chinese takeouts is salt and pepper chips. But because yes. that, that's the spice they put on it, it's like a salt and pepper spice. But it, yeah, as you say, it's normally it's not normally that. It's normally got pep, like spicy peppers or hot peppers, uh, mm-hmm. little bits yeah. of diced garlic, lovely stuff. Yeah. Lovely yeah. stuff. Um, I suppose we should talk about the 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 main event the only the only real news to talk about universal there are little bits and pieces before we get into the main event though um i saw a photo uh, now we know shrek 4d closed right yeah uh, yes. in january so at the universal kind of prop side they've been selling odds and sods from that attraction but there is a antique shop which is in one of the Florida malls. I don't think it's the Florida mall. I think it's a smaller one than that. But there's an antique shop that is selling some of the big ticket items from the Shrek 4D attraction. Really? For for, for good prices. Like when I say good prices, what I mean is expensive. Uh, <laughs> they must have they, they must have gone gone in, bought the items, and are now vlogging it on. It's yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how Universal works, so I don't know if they kind of like say, right, this is what we're going to sell off ourselves, and, they, and this is what we're going to... Yeah, 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 I don't know how it works, but um, yeah, so um, yeah, a photo popped up on Twitter of somebody finding in an antique store, and uh, yeah, the prices were quite eye-watering, but then the, the prices for the stuff at Universal was also quite... Uh, eye watering. I think the only thing that was cheap was the 3D glasses, which I don't know. I don't know why you'd want a pair of those, but you know, it's it's mad, isn't it? Because like, how many people universally, no pun intended, love Shrek 4D enough? 
I mean, I'm sure there's a few, but enough to spend. In some cases, I saw some of the prices probably a couple of months ago now, thousands of dollars on a prop. Well, you know, yeah. The only yeah. thing I'd probably, if I had the money, I'd buy is like one of the, like like the Pinocchio. I, I call it animatronic, but it's not really. But you know what I mean. If I had the money, yeah, I'd buy that. Put it in my put it in my lounge. That'd but be that's cool. that's the problem, though, isn't it? Because it is supposed to work, and you're not going to be able to get it to work. No, because no, you no won't chance. have the technology in your house. You know, it won't run off you like your uh, your hive or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, work is going gangbusters on that site at the moment. Like, it's completely gutted. Well, they've got to have it ready for, for minions. They, three, they were two? talking. Well, yeah, I mean, so minions, it's minions, two, minions it? two, minions two, the rise of Gru. Yeah, uh, is it, I mean, obviously, Electric Boogaloo uh, is the name I should have gone with, but whatever. Um, so that is due now to come out uh in the summer i think june not not uh not the Warner brother film the month june um so that that's when that is starting to roll out i believe which is which is so mad to me because this was supposed to come out in june of 2020 yeah yeah and you know they didn't push it back a year they pushed it back two years a completed film they've done this to just to get the most money um, I was going to say it seems office. like a good decision now yeah I think it's, it's interesting because what they were doing uh, with a lot of the films that they did release over that period is they would get a limited run at the box office like maybe mm. two weeks and then they would add the films to Peacock it was like was it Trolls did they do that with trolls? No, trolls. They um they sold as a, a premier rental or something. Oh, that's right. They were the first. Were they the first to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they were the first at the gates. And again, it was quite funny because trolls was the first big new film that they'd done that with, like where it was mm. going straight to this service. But at right at the beginning of the pandemic, they released. Uh, Invisible Man and Bloodshot yeah, and another film, which I can't remember, which had had a cinema release but had only been out for like, I don't know, three, four weeks mm. before being available to, to buy, uh, which is obviously very unusual at the time. Um, but yeah, Trolls was like the first premium rental. But then what they did with all the the latter films was they'd have them release at the box office for a few weeks. And I, I said, I don't know, it was either two weeks or 10 days or something. It was less than a month. I know that much. And then they'd put them on Peacock, but on the on the paid for service. So Peacock is free or uh, I think it's like nine ninety nine a month to get like uh, no ads and extra bits and pieces. And that's what they're doing with the films. Um, so like Sing 2, that came out at Christmas, but it was on Peacock before the end of the year. Right. Before it even came out in the UK at the cinemas. So, um, it seemed to work quite well, because they'd get, you know, it, it would have an impact at the box office, but it also then gave, you know, people a reason to pay for the, the premium version of, of Peacock. Which is yeah, what all the I companies mean, are trying to do right now. So, I, I don't mind the, the idea of paying for 
an additional money to go and see a film slightly after it's come out of the cinema. I mean, the one film that I was really keen to do that with was Spider-Man, and it's only just come out, which was a little bit annoying. But, you know, let's kind of partially blame Sony for that. But, well, I mean, the thing is, you can blame the public for that because had, well, I did had so well, Spider-Man yeah. not made the money it was making at the box office, they would have probably upped that release. But the fact that it was doing, you know, pre-pandemic numbers, you know, it was the it was the biggest film in in two years by yeah. a, oh, by yeah, a yeah. massive stretch. Um, but yeah, that's what they're doing, right? You know, if if you've got a streaming service and you want people to to buy it because I think what's incredible is everyone's got a streaming service now, haven't they? Paramount, and actually Paramount were doing the exact same thing. They were releasing films it, at the cinema and on Paramount Plus at the same time. It's annoying, though, for us in the UK. I, I'll give you an example. Not not Universal, but the new Halo series. You can only get, watch it on Paramount Plus for now. And right. we can't get that in the UK. And it's coming to Sky, apparently. Yeah. at some point this year and it's like well there are thousands of Halo fans in the uk if not hundreds of thousands um yeah. that's not great is it no and i mean what what i think is is interesting is maybe about a decade ago people were talking about first talking about cutting the cord because that was a big thing in america like cable is expensive in america more mm, it's like mm. double the price what you pay for sky and so people going, well, you know, I've got Netflix, I can get Amazon Prime, so I'm just going to cut the cord, save my cable bill, pay for these services, and then just watch, you know, Hulu or uh, network TV and, you know, just do without cable for a bit because I can watch catch up elsewhere. And then what we've seen over that time is Paramount do a service, Universal uh, do their service, uh, obviously Disney doing their service, but all basically all the big networks now have their own streaming services. Yeah, yeah. Most of them you've got to pay money for. So if you if you wanted to to buy all of them, you're probably not that much better off than when you're paying for cable. <laughs> Just, no, you know, it's mad. This is it. it but the it competition's is so fierce. You've got to. It's how you you fill that that content up, right? So, um, but I think that this going back to where we were i think minions like two is probably going to be the first big film they're releasing where that won't be what they do it won't be i assume won't be rushed straight to uh peacock because they expect it to be the big summer hit for them yeah i mean it's gonna be interesting to see because it's been a while since we've had a minions movie uh or sorry this big called me movie as well and i didn't think minions was that great Despicable Me 3, I liked, but purely because of Trey Parker. I think the, the rest of it was pretty pants. And I do have a bit of a South Park Trey Parker fan hat on, so I could probably give him it more credit than it deserves. He was but exceptional. Being, he fair. was great in it. Yeah, he was. <laughs> that yeah. being said, Piper loves Minions. Kids love Minions. I'm well, sure the Minions 2 it. could be the first movie we take Piper to go and see it in cinema. It's really funny because Minions was the first film I taught, took my daughter to go and see. Oh, really? And it wasn't, you know, like let, let's not get it twisted. It's not because that was the film I was itching to take her to see. It was, mm. I really wanted to take her to the cinema 
Um, and I think it came out around my birthday that year. So it was the only film out that she would probably have wanted to watch. Um, and we could have like kept her in front of like the cinema without you know, wanting to leave halfway through or something. So, you know, it did it did keep her entertained. And she and she liked those films, but she's she's past those films now. Like she never talks about wanting to watch them mm. uh, anymore or anything like that. My son went through a bit of a minions phase, but he's kind of like gone past that as well now. So it'll be it'd be interesting to see how it does perform. Um, you know, it's obviously a big deal for Universal in the parks. It is, you know, by far one of their biggest uh, franchises. I think Trolls is probably like number two compared to it now. Yeah, in terms of how successful a, it is, they've got Minions two. They've got Despicable Me four in the works as well. And there is there is another Trolls uh, film in the works as well. Oh, is there? Yes. I assume that's public knowledge. If yeah, not, to be well, fair, I've, not, I've not seen. <laughs> I've not seen either of them. I mean, not the kind of film that you'd see without without a kid. Whereas I think Despicable Me was, and they, they the first film captured both audiences really well. Whereas Minions, for me, I was just like, it just wasn't. It wasn't great. The plot was terrible. I didn't particularly enjoy it. Um, yeah, it was a little bit too reliant on on the minions to to carry the film which i guess is mm. what people thought they wanted but uh, yeah i think i think they needed other stuff to bounce off and the the new characters in the film because of the time frame didn't really uh, add anything trolls actually is not bad i'll tell you why trolls isn't bad because trolls is full of songs the trolls are yeah, always singing probably. and it's a good mix of Stuff that we are more than familiar with, with mixed in with a few new songs, which you may or may not be as aware of, depending on how on trend you are with music. But it's, there's definitely enough kind of like classical stuff in there that means that it, you know, it's it's entertaining enough. I mean, yeah, we're not the market for it, but uh, yeah, kids kids love trolls, and the, the what I think Universal have been very good at doing with those films is you know making sure there's spin-off stuff to carry over in the meantime yeah so you know there was boss baby then there was like the boss baby series for a few years before boss baby 2 come out trolls has had at least two different different cartoon series so there's one quite soon after the first trolls came out and then there was a new one a year ago maybe something like that and they've also done holiday specials Mm-hmm. on those you know like those kind of five pound dvd promotions you find in shops so they've been quite good when films have gone quiet to keep the brand alive it's almost the opposite of what disney did for a long time yeah with their stuff you know you'd have a hit with uh i don't know i was gonna say, well princess and the frog and now they're doing an animated spin-off of that what I, like 12 years after the film came out yeah, it feels a little bit late, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, and even Moana, they're doing one for Moana, and, and that will be a good six, seven years after that came out. They're doing Did they scrap the idea of a sequel to that then? Um, What, Moana? I don't yeah. I don't know how serious they were about sequel. There was definitely one being banded about, but there was definitely something coming to Disney Plus in the next 
two years. You can throw cheaper animation at it, can't you? That's it. And again, content. The more content you put on extreme services, the more people you're going to continue to to pay their monthly fees for. Um, yeah. So, but, like, I don't know if I'm, if I'm excited about the Minions attraction or not. Obviously, we don't know too much about it yet, other than the, the rumours. But That's it, why it's going to get... It's going to be hard to to get mm. excited about an attraction. I mean, it's a little bit like when they announced Fast and Furious. If you liked the films, you'd probably be excited. There's an attraction, but it didn't tell you very much of what it was going to be. I think a lot of people had assumed it was going to be a version of the Hollywood tram tour bit, which is exactly what they did. So that wasn't exciting. But the fact that you knew what the franchise was does. What, you know, does make yep. you excited. So, I think that's the good thing with these. It's the only good thing with the IPs, really. If it's an IP you like, you're going to get excited. And if the ride I mean, sucks, I just, <laughs> okay, well, well we've got on it. So, I just hope that this one they actually make accessible to kids, because it's hmm. it's still weird that the only way that kids can enjoy Minion Mayhem is if they sit in the non-stationary row. And I say kids, I mean I'm talking about young kids, like kids. Piper's age, she's, she's going to be two in June, who actually, does, she really likes just pickle Me, she really likes the Minion movies, but can't enjoy that attraction fully at the minute. So hopefully the new Minions attraction is available to everyone in the family, which it should be, really. Yep. And it does sound like, you know, you know what we're, what we're hearing is it's going to be a walk-through attraction, which mm. will be then, because... If you're walking through it, it's not going to be a problem, is it? Yeah. Unless they don't make uh, it wheelchair friendly, which I don't think legally they can anyway. So, um, yeah. well, this is it? Yeah. So I think but, I think I mean, it'll be fine. Is this going to be the last attraction that opens before before Epic Universe? Well, I suppose that's that's the other route, and we have to say rumor. We have to say rumor. Um, obviously, Fear Factor closed down last year, mm-hmm. and the rumor was it was going to be an expansion of uh, Harry Potter Wisdom World um, yep. to tie in with the uh, the Ho- um, not Hogsmeade uh, Diagon Alley area because of where it's located. It now looks like that is not happening. But it looks like that's been put on hold. The plans that have been put on hold. So don't know why. But yeah, if that is the case, then I mean that would have been the next the next attraction, whatever yeah. that was going to be. I mean there was various rumors. You know, was it going to be a show? Was it going to be uh, another flying ride? But this at, at the moment that that has been reversed. Fear Factor, I don't think is coming back at all. I don't think that's what it means. But I think what that means is the stage is going to be uh, used again. Uh, in the near future, which I suppose ties us in with the only real other major news, as we were talking about, and that's Halloween Horror Nights, um, of which we finally, finally got a little bit of information on. So let's talk about the information itself before we start getting into the rumours surrounding the event, um, because as we record this episode, and you know what's going to happen next, Ryan, this episode will go live, and then they'll announce the first houses, is how it always works. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But at the moment, this this is the official information that um, Universal Orlando has uh, released for the event. So it's going to start very early this year. It's going to start from the second of September. 
I'm very happy about that because I am flying out on the fifth. Right. So I I I'm thinking currently either going on the seventh, which is a Wednesday, or the eleventh, which is a Sunday. Seven eleven. Very good. Seven eleven. Could do both, but we've got um we've got Piper with us and we've got we're gonna have a very young baby with the friends that we're going with. So it's very likely that I will be going with um Ben, who's our friend, and then we'll leave Donna and Carly back at a, a universal hotel that we're gonna book for the evening. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to clarify, I don't know Ben, he's not my friend, but he's clearly yours, and that's really good. Um I'm <laughs> yeah. sure he's I'm sure he's lovely. I just don't he's know. Nice guy. Yeah, yeah. He's good. Yeah, you good gotta wave him. Oh well, there you go. Very handy. Um, and I always need those events for emergencies, so attempts for use tools. Um, it is early. I mean, I think I'm trying to think what the earliest was that I can remember, and I think it was the second week of September. Yeah, I don't think it's ever been this early before. No, no, it, it is. It is very early. Um, We're almost getting into Disney territory of starting in August now. Well, look, I, in all honesty, I think that's where we're going to end up. Oh yeah, um, I think next year, year after, it's going to be an end of August. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think, I think that's what's going to, uh, going to happen. But who knows? But look, let's be honest. It's, it's, considering the event started, and unfortunately, we've got uh, the historian Chris Ripley here to, to clarify. But you know, the first, the Fright Night event was, I think like the 29th and 30th or something, or maybe the 30th and 31st. Like it, it was right at the point of Halloween. Yeah. And then every year after that, when it became Halloween Horror Nights, it was a few nights more, then it was a few weeks more, then it was a month. Do you know what I mean? So like it, it expanded every every few years anyway into how long the event was going to be. And it's a money spinner. You know, it's it's always a money spinner. So yeah, I, I think you're you're probably right. Um, so it's September 2nd to October 31st, which is the usual end date. There's been a couple of times it's gone into the first couple of days of November, but that's very, very rare. So that's mm-hmm. about right. Um, the actual dates uh, at the moment are the 2nd to the 4th, the 7th to the 11th, 15th to the 18th, 21st to the 25th, and 28th to the 30th in September. Uh, in October, that's the 1st and 2nd, 5th to 9th, 12th to 16th, uh, 19th to 23rd, and the 26th to the 31st. Um, I caveat that because I don't know, just looking at that, if any of those days look blocked off. Because usually there's there's at least one corporate event, isn't there? Normally on a Wednesday or Thursday where it's it's not on to the public. It's got to be so, the 14th, right? It's the only Wednesday I can see that it's not on the 14th of September. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I think you're... Yeah, I think you're right there. Yeah, because it's a three-day gap, yeah. It doesn't make any sense as to why that date's not there otherwise. Yes. Yes, no, you're you're right. Um, So the press release continues on uh, to say that Halloween Horror Nights 31 will feature 10 new haunted houses, five scare zones, and two live shows. Uh, the event will also have food and beverages inspired by this year's haunts. Um, and that's when we start to really get into uh, speculative territory. Now, 
as is tradition yeah. with these things, tickets have gone on sale. But mm, I was just going to say, go on. You, you can't buy anything outside of the ticket at the minute, but just looking on the UK prices, the yep. cheapest ticket is around £59. Or like a, you can get that on like a Thursday or a Sunday in September. Yep. The most expensive ticket, I think, is around £88. And that's end of October on a Saturday. Yeah, Saturday's always the most expensive. Friday's like Saturday's 60 quid, normally the most expensive. Yeah. 60 quid, I, I think, is... I still think is an absolute steal for this event. Well, I don't have it in front of me. Um, so, so, yeah, what I was going to say was, at the moment, you can only buy single-night tickets. Yeah. There's been no announcement about any of the usual uh, special tickets that they have like Frequent Fear or Russia Fear. Um, Russia Fear is what I got last time. Russia Fear is normally uh, available for the first three weekends of the event. Usually. I mean, there, there is some variation on that. Um, but it's normally like the first few weeks of the event and you can, you know, it's basically like an annual pass for those weeks. Um, so there's no announcement of those. But I think I paid about 140 30 pounds for that ticket mm-hmm. maybe a bit less actually so i can't i can't remember it was you know <laughs> i bought this like four years ago now <laughs> three years ago time flies um but i mean that that's obviously if you're looking to go multiple nights that is the way to do it um oh I definitely think, i think russia fear means you can't go in on select nights normally the saturday um so you can either buy a standard ticket for those nights if you want to go or obviously just spend that night doing something completely different mm-hmm. um i think we bought i think that might have been when we bought our uh not rush if you like the, the express pass i can't remember now to get past that but anyway at the moment the only tickets announced are single night tickets i do expect that to change um i would be shocked if not because I imagine the backlash from those diehard frequent fear uh, AEPs will be immense if they can't do the event in that in that fashion. I think that they'll definitely bring it back um, for sure. I I don't. I I think as you said, it will fans will just go crazy if 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 they don't. I think what is interesting is the other rumor at the moment with Universal is the the possibility of them implementing a booking system like Disney have done. Mm-hmm. Now, it's, it's just rumoured. There's nothing concrete on that. I think it was part of a guest survey that was sent out. There's been lots of surveys over the years during COVID and one, again, really recently has, has appeared, yeah. I didn't. I normally get them. I didn't do this one. So I missed, I missed uh, answering that question. But a lot of backlash on Twitter about that. So I don't know what that means, you know. At the end of the day, they're going to listen to the surveys probably more than just Twitter backlash, but it'd be interesting to see what the surveys come out with and if they're going to implement it. So it could be that the reason why only single-night tickets are on sale right now is because there might be something coming in to affect the the event uh, in that way. Now, I don't, like, as far as I'm concerned, I, I don't think it's going to matter too much um, if you have to book what nights you want to go. 
I think the only time that will become a problem is if they were selling, let's just say, for example, uh, Frequent Fear, and you could only book so many slots up at a time. Yeah. You know, like but, maybe you're limited to three, three nights at a time before you can book the next ones or something. So saying that, if we're being honest, that doesn't affect the majority of guests. No. And, and if it does, then again, putting my business hat on, is that really that smart for Universal when they could get 95% of their people buying single day tickets? Yeah. That, you know, it, the more popular this event gets, the truth is the less likely those, that frequent fear will become, will continue because the event will sell out on single day tickets alone. And that's, that's where that, they'll, they'll encounter an issue. Well, I don't think, I don't think I could see them scrapping it entirely and just doing single day tickets. But the one thing we've always said about these, these different types of tickets is the value for money. So like I said, mm. with the frequent, uh, the rush of fear that I got, and I said, let, let's say it let me go in for uh, eight nights or something over those over those first few weeks. Um, and it cost me like one and a thirds one day entry to Halloween Horror Nights. But it got me entry into all of those nights if I wanted to. And then if you get the frequent if you get the um the frequent fear, I think I think that was about three fifty, maybe four hundred dollars. And that let you go to any night at all. Yeah. And it makes it you know, I I think if you if you broke it down like that, effectively every night would cost you about twenty dollars or something stupid or fifteen dollars. Like whatever it was, it was peanuts. And lots of people go to, there are a lot of people that go to every night, pretty much. Yeah, but they're also the kind of people that are going to spend money on merchandise, spend money on drink. drink. Yeah, yeah, completely. So the thing is, you don't want to alienate that fan base. Because look, you did it when you did it with Dan. Do you remember Dan? Mm. Do you remember Dan? I remember. Before, before I remember. Ben came on the scene and you wanted to go on holiday well, with him, you used to go on holiday with Dan. You say that, you say that. Dan and I are thinking about doing a Halloween Horror Nights long weekend in October. There you go. So, um, I'm not thinking about that, Dan. Well, that's good. I mean, you know, if you still want to hear Dan, you can listen to Theme Park Trader. I'll do your own plugs for you. It's not a problem. Um, yeah, thanks, mate. But, <laughs> you're more than welcome. Um, but, uh, you know, when you've, when you've got people that are... Um, going that often, or spending that money and, and everything like that, it, it works out. But you and Dan went, and you went for was it two nights? Yeah, I think was we did, it one I night? We, no, we actually only did the one night. When I went with Donna for our honeymoon, we did two nights. Right. So when you went with Dan for one night, uh, mm. one night, you got you know you have got a very limited amount of time. You know, if you've if you've got in for yeah. stay and scream, that's what about half five? Yeah. You can you know there's three houses that you can do. And you'll yep. you'll get at least two done if you're lucky. If you're very lucky, you'll get all three. But it's that's pretty hard to do before everyone rushes in. And you've got let's say ten houses like we've got this year, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got ten houses to do. You've got two shows. You've got all these different booths selling 
different food items. Yep. All this merchandise as well. You haven't got time to do everything. So you're, no. you're going to be very selective. Like, what what do I, what am I willing to sacrifice to make sure that I do the things that I really want to do? Yeah, um, oh, absolutely. And we, I mean, we had express passes for the houses, which meant we could get all of the 10 houses done and, and, and do all of the scare zones. We didn't do any of the shows, even with express pass, we didn't have enough time. And obviously I stopped for some drinks along the way, but... You know, if we'd had time, we definitely would. Well, it was our first, it was the first Horror Nights I'd done and the first Horror Nights that he'd done. So we were like, well, we don't know if we're going to like it. Now, if I have, if I had time, I'd do more than one night for sure. Which, you know, if we, if I do end up going with Dan in October, we'll try and pick a weekend where it's on, you know, kind of Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, if we can, and yeah. do at least three or four of those. Whereas obviously when I'm going in September, because it's more of a family trip, we're just trying to. I'm trying to steal a night where I can get a kind of horror nights on on the map, and we'll get express because it's the only way we're going to be able to do the houses yeah. in one night. That, 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 that's it. And to be honest, you know, if you go on a really busy night, because I think did you do a Sunday? We on a on a honeymoon we did a Friday and. That was we had express passes, but even express lines were like forty-five minutes in some cases. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like the first time me and Craig did it, um, we did Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I think I think we might have had express on the Sunday. Try to think about it. Um, but regardless, like we'd we'd had Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to to, to do the event. So that wasn't too bad, and in the end, we—I don't think—I think we used the express passes like a few times. That was it because we did—we we really didn't need to use them, especially on the Sunday because the Sunday was much quieter. The Friday mm. and Saturday were both really busy. I mean, the Friday was horrendous because they actually had a power cut in—I think it was Springfield. So right. the houses all over that side couldn't open. Uh, they it just went down like about half past ten or something, which then meant that everyone that was going to the houses over that side of the park were then suddenly coming over to the other side of the park and then joining those queue lines. So, you know, if you if you if you're a few houses down, the queues to the other houses obviously grow much bigger. Yep. So we only got one house done that night. Um, but yeah, if you if you go the wrong night or you go on a night when it's busy. Even with Express, as you say, you could be queuing for a long time. And so you're still not going to get all the houses uh, necessarily done. So, no. yeah. And the thing is, you know, you can't, you're not going to try as much food. You're not going to try as much drink. You know, you're going to just grab something as quick as you can because, you know, time is against you. Um, you're not going to yeah. take it all in as much. So those we, people that have these it. tickets that can go as often as they like, they can. And get to try all the food items, try all the drinks. Like I remember we when we just had the one night, we stopped for a couple of beers, but we didn't have time to really read all the menus or kind of explore any of the cocktail choices. We ended up eating before the event, going into the park just before five, so we could do stay and scream. And then we left, you know, maybe an hour before it ended, so we could grab voodoo donuts and get an Uber before it got too crazy busy trying to leave the park. So we were there a long time. But still, had 
didn't do everything we, that we could have done. No, no, exactly. So let's have a look um, at the the maps that we've got so far. So as of recording, um, and if, honestly, if something drops just before this episode goes live, I will add an addendum to it. But what we know at the moment is in Florida, the rumours are uh, Universal Monsters, The Mummy versus Wolfman. Um, I'll, I'll do the IPs first. Uh, mm-hmm. The Evil Dead. Uh, no idea which version of the Evil Dead that could be. Like the original, the remake, the new spin-off series they're doing. No idea. Uh, Fear Street, which is a Netflix free yeah, part like film. Three, yeah, I've not three. seen that actually, but... No, I'd heard mixed things, uh, so I didn't. Yeah, no I mean, one was I'll glowing. Watch I'll watch it if it ends up being in, well, in the event. But I think I think it probably has a good chance, given that the last few years they've done something from Netflix. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, obviously they've done they've done Stranger Things before, but um, you know, maybe and Haunting on Hill House as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, the Last of Us. Which again yep. could be we talked about this, didn't we, when we saw this rumoured. Uh could be based on the game, could be based on the new HBO Max series that I believe is launching at the end of the year or early next year. Um which would you know, they sometimes do that, right? They'll they'll sometimes uh do something for a product that's not actually out. Build a um, bit of advertising for it for the company. Exactly. So you know, it'd be yeah, interesting to see what they do, but you yeah. know, we're both fans of the game, so yeah, ticks the zombie box for the year as well, indeed. Yeah, uh, Halloween, which again could be anything. Um, I don't think they'll, I would assume it will probably tie into the new films rather than the original Halloween they've done film. The original a few times before, haven't they? So, well, they've done. I don't know. Did they ever do the original Halloween? I know they did Rob Zombie's Halloween. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Cause the, the one I went, I think, was Halloween 3. Uh, right. I think that's what, that was the one when I was there. Like, um, not last, but the first time I went. Yeah. But I mean, I'd be up for the, them doing the original, to be fair. Yeah. Well, the new... This new trilogy of Halloween films, the last one comes out in October. So oh, it would make sense yeah. if it was one of the newer ones, but you know, that's the curveball. You know, and also as well, and I don't know if you've seen the the, the new series of Halloween films, but they're obviously direct oh, yeah. sequels, so you know, it, it would still work. Um the last one, which I think is the uh most original uh, of the IPs is the weekend, and, and that one's pretty much guaranteed now because he's he's, <laughs> he's dropping his own rumors left, right, and center on that. Yeah, um, yeah. It's also the one that everyone is is most angered by. Yeah, but if you look at his videos, like it's the same as um, Billy Eilish when, when yeah. that was going to happen. Like people kicking off, but. All I'd say to people is watch the music videos and if you were to take elements from that and put it in a house, it could be pretty good. Well, also as well, I know it's not one of his videos, but I don't know if you ever saw his Super Bowl performance. Mm. But there's one bit uh, during that when he's in a mirror maze. 
Yeah. Trying to get it. Do you know <laughs> classic, what I mean? Like, the classic uh, meme, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did become a meme, yeah. So, I mean, the thing is, and yes, you're right, if you watch his actual music videos, most of them have got a narrative in, not necessarily scary, but definitely things that you could do with that. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't see the, the problem myself. Uh, and he's, I like his music, so one of the few modern day things that I do listen to. So um, so that's the rumours of the IPs for Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Orlando. Now, again, this is a speculative map. Um, yeah. I've seen, I've only seen one floating about so far. You normally get a few, um, but the source is normally pretty good. Um, so I, I think most of those should come true. For the original houses, and these are always the curveball ones for me, uh, because until you get the descriptions, it's very hard to get an idea, isn't it, of, of what they could be. Um, yeah. But there's El Chupacabra, which I'm assuming, like me, you're only familiar with via South Park. Yes. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be based on that, but... That would be incredible, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, there's Seaside Village which I think would have made much more sense had Jules still been around. R.I.P. Um, Underground Creatures. Um, the Curse of Pandora's Box as well. Um, Underground so- Creatures is going to feature MPs from the Tory party. Is that what? <laughs> uh, I, don't, I, th- I think calling them Underground Creatures is far too polite, to be honest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can think of a number of things to call them. It's not that. Um but yeah, so it's really hard with the the non IPs because you know the whole purpose of using IPs is that you're familiar with the stuff, right? You know, we know the Mummy and the Wolfman. We've seen them in houses before. We've seen how they've kind of rejigged those creatures to make them a bit more modern as well at times, uh, notably last year. So you you kind of like that's that's safe hands. The other IPs. If you've seen the films or seen the series they're based on, then it works. Um, but yeah, the original houses, until you get those descriptions, it's it's hard to to think what they could be uh, like. Um, I mean, Underground mm. Creatures is the one that kind of sticks out for me the most because I think about uh, the house from a few years ago. I think, was it Graveyard Games? Which wasn't set underground, but kind of was. They kind of made it seem underground at certain points as well. So, see, it made me think of that movie. I think it's called Creep. Okay, yeah. Which is which is set in the on the London Underground. Yeah. Which I, I know is a, not what it's going to be based on, but it would be cool if it was. Oh no! Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and we can film. see. Yeah, I've not seen. I can barely remember anything about it. Was it about fifteen years old? Ten. Uh, I want to say it came out I think it's relatively recent unless I'm thinking of a completely different film Mm, possibly it doesn't matter anyway Uh, but we've we've already seen some construction going on there is also a heavy rumour that Scream is going to be in this event now the thing with this speculation map nothing's set in stone right this could be 90% 90% accurate, it could be 50% accurate, it could be 30% accurate. I don't think it's going to be as low as, as that. 
I think, you know, 50, 60% is probably where we're looking to be. And we know the thing with IPs is that sometimes things don't work out. And Scream is, uh, you know, famously, you know, a house that they were trying to do some years ago. And, you know, right towards the end of uh, the preparation for the event, that deal, like, wasn't signed off. So they had to quickly change it to The Purge. So um, I think it was The Purge they changed it to. But anyway, whatever it was, Scream didn't happen that year. Um, now we've had a new film and it's been pretty successful. So I can see that being a possibility. The facade for yeah. the house looks like the, the the house that's seen in the new Scream film. So I can see why people are thinking it, but who knows? Who knows? Um, so that's a speculation map for, uh, for Orlando. Now... Again, as of right now, uh, we've not got the dates for for Hollywood. Not that I could see anywhere. So, uh, they normally run fairly similar. Halloween Halloween Horror Nights at Hollywood doesn't start at the same time. It normally starts a little bit later on, like a week or so. So, I think if you look towards the second week of September, you'll you'll probably be pretty safe uh, with that. And if it starts early, then great. This is more interesting. This seems a bit more random to me. Um, so yeah. we've got Universal uh, Monsters, The Mummy. So just The Mummy on this one. Uh, the Evil Dead. And Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And that's the one that confuses me the most. It's interesting because that will be the the third time they've used Killer Clowns in like four years. Yes. Now, I'm... I'm always crap with Hollywood because I've never been to the Hollywood version. So I think I just assume that they've done Killer Clowns in Hollywood before. Maybe they didn't. Maybe um, maybe they just did the scare zone again. Like I don't keep too into Hollywood because again, I've, I've not been, but the, I did really enjoy the house at Orlando. It was one of my favorites. Yeah, I didn't like the house, um, but I didn't like it because I, I don't know. I think because it just, I didn't find it scary at all. Oh, it, it wasn't scary, but it was like I watched the film maybe a week before I went, yeah. and they did such a good job in the house. Oh, no. So I'm with you on that. I, I watched the film for the first time just, don't yeah. think as late as you did, but maybe a month before or something like that, just to get an idea. Um, and yeah, I mean, they did an excellent job of turning the film into a house. You know, the, the key yeah. scenes were there and obviously the costumes were, were great. Um, but you're right, it wasn't scary. No. And, I mean, like, and you do need a fun, jokey house, but I think that year, you know, you had, like, Ghostbusters. And Stranger Things 2? Was yes. Slash 3? That was the same year, wasn't it? That was. So you had three houses that weren't particularly scary. Yeah. I mean, Ghostbusters was was definitely, like, the, the, the light entertainment house that year. And Stranger Things is was like the kind of middle ground, really. Yeah. So Killer yeah. Clowns wasn't like normally you need one of those houses, and that year, arguably, you had two, if not, as you say, three. So yeah, that's probably why it stood out a little bit more uh, as being uh, not as uh, not successful. Um, the weekend is also uh, rumored to be coming to Hollywood, um, and the most interesting of the IPs is nope nope now i don't have you seen the trailer for nope 
No. <laughs> no, no the, the answer's nope. Nope. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so this is the the new film by Jordan Peele. Um, gotcha. Well, it's a possibility then, given that they did us. Well, no, absolutely. Um, interestingly, like us, it the, and and the one that people really wanted, which was uh, Get Out. None of those film, well, the first two films, uh, didn't really, you wouldn't say, lent themselves to a, a house necessarily. Um, they obviously never did get out. Um, Us was a surprise to me because having watched the film a couple of times before, I went, I couldn't work out how they were going to make it work. And I think they actually did a really good job of replicating yeah. it. But it yeah, got, a very, got a very mixed response. Um, so it's interesting that they're they're looking to possibly do this at Hollywood, but not at Universal uh, Orlando. But uh, the trailer for Nope gives you no real indication of, of what it's going to be like. But it certainly doesn't look like it's going to be uh, a Halloween Horror Night house. So that's that'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, the original ones for, for this park are Scarecrow, which we have seen a Scarecrow-themed house or a couple of those over in Orlando. Uh, and La Llorona, who, again, she's been involved in Orlando, isn't she? Yeah, legend. related to uh, Maya Sharona, I think. Yes, yeah, uh, it's, her, it's her sister. Um, three scare zones are rumoured. Uh, the Terror Tram is back. It's Hollywood Harry. No idea what that means. Uh, but That's, that's the thing from, the, from Hollywood that I've always wanted to do is the Terror Tram. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would like to. Do it. I mean, the only thing when I've seen videos of of Hollywood because uh, people are pretty much allowed to film and everything yeah. in Hollywood, so you do get to see a lot of the houses. When you see the houses, they do look like a much poorer version of what they do in Orlando. Yeah, like Ghostbusters that year was not a patch on Orlando's. Um, all of them always have like lots of curtains as well. Mm. to block stuff stuff off uh which i think is not a cost saving measure as much as it's a time saving measure but either way it's not great um so yeah i would like to do it but it, it always looks like it's the poor sibling compared to orlando unfortunately yeah um so we, there's going to be five scare zones we know in orlando uh but no speculation as to what those could be my guess, looking at its map and what we've just said about Scream and everything like that, could well be that one of those IPs becomes a scare zone. Yeah, maybe they'll test out a response for a house next year when they've got like two movies worth of material. Yeah, you know, all, all kinds of things. Um, it does say as well there's going to be two shows. Now, one of them is going to be Marathon of Mayhem, I think. Uh, I think that'll be guaranteed. Whether they call it that or not, I don't know. But what I mean by that, for those that haven't seen, is uh, Lagoon Show, which mm-hmm. uh, the first one was great. The second one was good, but not as good as the first one. Um, so I'd be interested to see what they do with that. Um, but also that kind of ties into what I was saying about Fear Factor. If that yeah. is not going ahead now, then that gives you another stage. Uh, previously... You know, when they had two different shows running at the same time, when I had Bill and Ted still, and uh, 
oh, Jesus, what are those dance troupe called? Oh, um, you know the ones. Yeah, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> they're, like, they're not around now. They had yeah. to get rid of the association. Yeah. yeah, they're not there anymore. So it doesn't matter. Um, but you know they won a temporary stage uh, by Mills mm-hmm. dying. So uh, or Mills driving, depending on the time of day you were there. So there's every chance we might see a mini show back like that. Um, I don't know, uh, but yeah, I think I think there's a possibility we might see a show back in a Fear Factor uh, stage if that's not going to be going ahead. Yeah. I think um, this show, this this event could be massive, no matter what IP is there, what houses they've got, depending on whether they're going to continue with the plexiglass or not that's going to be an interesting one i i think they will remove it this year interesting could be right could be wrong who knows yeah i mean that's just my my, my gut feel at the minute the way that the world is uh starting to approach coronavirus i think that's the way they'll, they'll do it they may get a bit more creative with some of the costumes and integrate masks a bit more into into those costumes but i think they'll remove the plexiglass i think you could be right um i mean obviously people most people answered why they had to put it in place um there were there were certainly houses that benefited from it and houses that mm. suffered because of it like and what i mean by that not that, not i'm not saying that they benefited necessarily from the glass but what what i mean is is they used it yeah they used it well like for example what i saw beetlejuice they didn't seem to use it very well in there at all Mm. um but in some of the other houses they were able to do some quite decent scares using it so um yeah but yeah seeing what florida's like right now (laughs) all, all bets are off um i mean my my initial reaction the speculation is and and I'm somebody really teetering on the fence about going this year um, is if that is the lineup, I don't think it would be enough for me to make the trip especially for that now it's a bit mm. different for you because you're going you know you're having a proper trip but yes. for someone like me who would be doing what you and Dan are proposing uh, mm. Going for like the weekend, not not sorry. You're going for the weekend, but not the weekend. I don't know if that's yes, yeah, not the weekend. No. Yeah, not the, not, not the singer, but the actual uh, the the the, uh, the period of time. Um, I don't think that's enough for me to do it. Uh, you know, some of the rumours of recently years have been things like Gremlins. Uh, now, if they did a Gremlins two house. Even though I know it wouldn't be scary at all, I'd be all over that. That would make me book a flight immediately. Um, See, for for me, I think Evil Dead, Halloween, The Last of Us is enough to convince me that the the weekend, not the weekend trip, would be worthwhile. Yeah, Halloween. You're probably right for me. Um, The Last of Us as well, actually, but. The Evil Dead. I did Ash versus Evil Dead, which was quite good actually, but I'm not a huge fan of the franchise. Like, I'm give or take it. Um, the Mummy, like the Universal Monster Houses, are normally pretty good. To be fair, um, yeah. But I really, if there was an IP, 
in the same way that like when they announced Ghostbusters, I was like, my God, I've got to be there. And when they announced Beetlejuice, I was like, I need to see Beetlejuice. Now, obviously, the world had different ideas, right? Um, yeah. But, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, when I heard those, I was like, that is a absolute, I must get to this event. These well, houses... The strangest thing is, 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 the, is the IP that got me going in the first place. That, and, I, and I think, to me, like, that's what this lineup is lacking. I, I agree, as think... much as The Last of Us is popular. Yeah. It's not got the same draw that Stranger Things had. No, and I and I and I think to um, to get people to to go for the first time, for those people that have been teaching themselves about you know hearing what's going you know what people have said about it or you know have just like said oh maybe I should go maybe I should go. All you need is one IP that really appeals to you. And look, the thing is, there are IPs there that absolutely do right. They're all I mean, the there weekend. Are... Is probably going to get a ton of people in. Great, you could be right. I think it could be a bit of a sleeper, um, but you know, there, you know, Halloween has got a huge fan base. Um, yeah, there are people that w- you know would have adored Fear Street that want to go and see that just because that I've not seen it, but the whole concept of it didn't really appeal to me that much. Doesn't mean that for somebody else that could be their Ghostbusters. Do you know what I mean? Like with things like Ghostbusters, that appeals to you and me. Yeah, because of our ages and, and stuff like that. But for somebody who was born in like two thousands onward, you know, Ghostbusters as a franchise doesn't really mean as much to a lot of people from that age. They might might have seen the film, but you know, for me, I, I saw the film when I was a kid. I, I grew up on the cartoon, yeah. So that was right right in my my wheelhouse. But um, yeah, nothing, nothing there is killer for me yet, but we will, we will see, and hopefully, you know, now they've announced dates, that's normally the, that's the kick off the season, right? And now it's going to be, mm-hmm. when are we going to get some actual house announcements? And even if you start with the, with the originals, that's fine. Get, get the juices flowing. Get, tell me what I'm going to experience, what the themes of these houses are, what the storylines around them, because, yep. you know, as we know, you. I am a sucker for a decent IP, but more often than not, yeah, it's one of the do. original houses that actually like steals the day. Completely agree. Yeah, completely agree. It's the IP that usually brings me in, but I always go away thinking the best house was one of the original IPs. Yeah. So we we shall see. I mean, look, I was supposed to go Craig this year. I was supposed to go Craig last year. He's not going this year. If I go, it's going to be solo. So that means I need something that's really gonna get me there. Um, well, we can always we can always let you know what weekend we end up going, mate. <laughs> it's like the haunted mansion room for one more. Um, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I don't mind doing a solo trip. I mean, if you're if if there's a weekend uh, when we can both be at the same time, that that's that adds a different element to it, obviously. But um, I'm happy to go alone. But just just on the speculation alone. I don't think it, it's, it, for the money I'm going to spend it's not going to be there for me mm. yet but that's what the speculation is yeah. for is to give you an idea of what's being talked about um, get you excited a little bit for what's actually going to be announced and I now I just can't wait now I just want to know what the houses are because at the end of the day whether I go or not you can't experience it if you don't go but you can experience it for other people and yeah. that's yeah, just yeah, exciting um, for me to find out what what people have done and what they enjoy. Um, anything else from you 
on on what we know so far? No, no, I think that I think that's it. That's it. I think I'm definitely thinking of a a weekend in October of, of going just because to be honest, I think part of it is not necessarily down to just the houses at this point. It's also because I've not been in three years. And that that's a draw in itself. And you know, podcasting it like we did last time was good fun. Like the, the mic kept cutting out because I screamed so much. <laughs> I'll I get a better microphone next time. <laughs> all, you, all you need to do, and like, so, so I know exactly what happened. It wasn't your microphone that did that. It was because um, and I know because I've experienced this myself. It's your settings on what you're recording on. So if you're recording mm. on your phone, but in a in a recording app, you can obviously adjust the sound levels. And if you go far too far into the red, it will just cut out. Yeah, that would be it then. Yeah, that that's, be that's it. exactly what I know. I, when I was listening to it, I knew exactly what your problem was. So, yeah, don't worry about the mics, but do do slightly adjust the sound level before you go into a house. That'll be that'll be fixed for next time. But that was so much. <laughs> that was so much fun to do. And look, the thing is, and people can check it out on this on this particular feed. Like me and Craig have done that twice. Obviously, the second time. They've done such good episodes as well. I, I still I. I and I think you're probably similar. I, I don't know many podcasts actually that will go back and listen to their own work. Mm-hmm. It's very mm-hmm. self-indulgent. Um, those episodes I have gone back and listened to multiple times just to uh, relive those memories. And, uh, you know, I've I've introduced those to people that wouldn't normally listen to uh, stuff that I would do. But I'm like, you know, th- these are quite funny. I think you'll enjoy these mainly because yes. of both of us screaming like little girls. Um but yeah, like that that that's that's the good thing about that. It, you know, it's it's an audio memory uh that you've you've got and sitting down talking about it afterwards is great, but actually recording stuff when you're there is just a, a different a different level. But I completely get what you're saying about not being able to have gone for a few years and, you know, itching to kind of go back. Um you know, I think I can see Disneyland Paris on the horizon for me because of the 30th anniversary, because of Avengers Campus opening up, and more importantly, because of how near and how cheap I can go to, you know, get there for. Well, we've, um, we've, I mean, we, we, we've booked it for, I mean, Avengers isn't going to be open, but obviously Piper won't be able to ride anything anyway. So we're, we've booked it in May. We're, we're, right. we're there for like five nights in May. Okay. Not five so nights at Freddy's. Five nights at Freddy's. Five nights. Five nights at Mickey's. <laughs> what? That? And that's a house that I'm surprised they've never they've never been able to uh, make yeah. happen. Well, like been, there, was, there were so many rumors. Like I remember when we first started the portrait it was a blog before we turned it into a podcast. Um, the rumor, one of the first articles on the site was they're going to be building a five nights at Freddy's attraction. They've got all of the concept art and the plans already. They just never came to to light. Like I'm surprised it never was never a house. Is their film still rumored? Well, they did the rip off with Nick Cage, didn't they? They did. Was, was it Wally's Wonderland or something? Wally's Wonderland, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know, I know that you know. Again, there was talk of like an actual live action adaption of the games mm, that mm. was coming. It's it's weird because it's it's obviously a franchise that you can easily see being adapted into a house, being adapted into a film. Oh, it'd be so and easy to turn it into a house. Yeah, exactly. 
you don't even need you obviously don't even need animatronics no you just need the costumes and people to pretend they're animatronics that's all you need yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah it's uh, yeah oh yeah because of Five Nights at Disney yeah uh, yeah I, th- I think just just for us as people that have have been fairly frequently visiting theme parks around the world um not going to them um i wouldn't say it's been hard for me i know for some people it it, it has been and i'm sorry if that's one of you but I'm, i miss it but mm. i've just kind of accepted you know what's going on in the world and it can't happen but it will happen again um and, and maybe it'll be this year finding that it'll be next year um but yeah, I'll, I'll be back there sooner rather than later. But the fact that people like you, you know, Mr. D's got a trip booked uh, later in the year as well. Uh, P Dubs is going out to, to Hollywood. People are doing it. People are are going back out there. Um, and look, as long as they don't all have experiences like Kate, everyone should be good, right? Exactly. So yeah, it's, exactly. it's fine. Um, well, look, I think that's it for now. <sighs> Nothing on Epic Universe. We know it's coming. Hearing rumours that Potter might not be joining the Epic Universe family after all, but we'll we'll see. Um, but nothing concrete, nothing really to talk about at the moment. So hopefully, now construction is is fully on track again. We'll start getting some more information from that. But at least for now, I think it's going to be Halloween Horror Night season again. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm I'm here for it. I just just just. just Give us something official, Universal. You've given us dates, great. You've given us tickets on sale, great. Now tell us exactly what we're going to be getting with our money. <sighs> Come on. Um, but uh, right, sorry. I was just saying, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to all the details this year. I can't wait to go back. Yeah, that's it. And and of course, the, the attractions that you've you've missed out on in the meantime as well. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful, exactly. beautiful stuff. All spectacular, Velocicoaster, can't wait yeah no absolutely sounds wonderful uh so ryan thank you so much for joining um and uh yeah we'll we'll hopefully be back to a more regular schedule now so uh we'll speak to you in a few weeks see you later this podcast is a that production and part of the after dark podcast network